0: More music. More, music. More, music. More, music. more music generally because I'm <laughs> music from the airbnb studios in pacific beach california displacement of 30 minutes about nothing this week we have the masters 2021 edition let's go we got the picks and the preview jump in got it ah. <laughs> Thank you. That's right masters 2021 week oh it's been a hell of a week we had uh like i said i'm in an airbnb right now we had to evacuate our apartment um been working on it for about a month uh but i just got approval from our all-state renter's insurance for an airbnb and you wouldn't believe how much an airbnb is at this time of kind of spring break um for two weeks so a uh, little background history. Uh, they believe that there's some water in the walls of our bedroom in our apartment. Um, so, the comp, like our utopia management company, wanted to tear down the wall to see what was behind the wall in the bedroom. And we had to take everything out of our bedroom. So, our bed, dressers, everything, because um, they think there could be possible mold or water in the walls. They don't know yet, but they needed to blow it down um, in order to assess the situation, assess the situation. Uh, damn, I think I just went Dane Cook right there, but basically it's going to take like 10 days of this abatement and rebuild of the wall. So we are in this lovely Airbnb two bedroom, uh, for 13 nights. So, over under on what the cost of that is, I'll just give it to you. It was about five, just over five grand for two weeks in this Airbnb, which is insane. Like the Airbnb owners are making out for sure. Uh, just I, that's crazy to me. Five thousand for thirteen nights in this kind of small two-bedroom Airbnb. But uh, Allstate is covering that, so I am in good hands. Not a sponsor, but Allstate's the goat for. Uh, the displacement money um so i'm happy about that and then also we get meals uh, allowance and things like that so uh that'll be fun um hopefully have some uh, good meals there uh but yeah so that kind of sucks obviously not being at home but i do have my favorite drink for my favorite week i've got my guinness draft well it's in a bottle but you know what it is i got my bottled guinness so here cheers to a Tuesday night here at 10 p.m. Oh, man, I am stoked for this week. So let me just take a sip and ignite this. Mm-hmm. So I put on i uh, I've been using these blue light glasses from Blenders. Not a sponsor, but they should after I give them this dope review. Um, blue light glasses, I don't really know if they help or not, but... You know, you put them on and you go into a different mode, you know, like the blue light mode. You just know you're about to get shit done. Whenever you put some costume on, you know, you become a different person. Bro, when you put these glasses on, you know shit's about to get real. You're going to do some work. You put them on and you're like, oh man, I'm doing work. So, we working. Here we go. The Masters 2021 edition edition. Augusta National Golf Club. It needs no introduction. 7,435 yard par 72. Four par threes, four par fives. The par fives are where the majority of the scoring comes from as they are the four easiest holes on the course. And the six par fours over four, 450 yards are where the golfers will need to hold on and just try and make par. Off the tee, golfers will see treeline fairways with above average width bunkers and landing areas, and light rough. The fairways are heavily undulated. With the firm and fast conditions this year, we will probably see balls roll out a little bit more than the November edition last year. If golfers miss the fairway and hit it into the trees, they will have to deal with approach shots from the pine straw, which are always tricky. Water will also be in play on a few holes on the back nine. On approach shots, golfers will see greens with average size Uh, but that's misleading. Most of the greens slope heavily from back to front, which makes hitting approach shots under the hole important. There are also severe slopes and contours on the greens that make them play much smaller. Golfers will have small aiming points on approach shots to actually get the ball close. For example, picture the green is made up of quadrants. Golfers will need to aim at a specific quadrant of the green to have their ball roll close to the pin. That could be totally different section of the green, like quadrant on the left, back left, but the pin is in the middle right. You're gonna have to aim for that back left quadrant because of the undulation and the slope, it will bring it back into the middle right quadrant of the green. So really key on experience, knowing the greens, knowing the course, Because of how firm the greens are, usually, and how it looks like it's going to be, it makes the correct landing spot that much smaller and that much more critical. Most greens are elevated and are shaped like an upside-down bowl along the edges and have little to no rough surrounding them, so many balls will be left in the collection areas around the greens, which are always tough to get up and down from. This means if you're not hitting the greens... You best have a great short game to avoid bogey this week. The greens use bent grass and will be fast with a stint meter reading 13.5 or greater. So uh, I've seen some pictures of the course and the greens almost look like a purplish color because of how dried out and fast and firm they are. So it's going to be interesting if they water them before or uh, there's actually some rain in the forecast come Thursday or Friday not sure Um, so maybe uh, that waters them a little bit but from just what the players reaction I've watched every single presser right now from I don't know 15 20 players Um, so I've watched every single one of those and everything I hear is just fast and firm fast and firm it's really fast which even in the practice rounds they're saying that the course doesn't normally get like that until Saturday or Sunday uh, on the weekend so Who knows what it could play like this year. I'm thinking it's going to be a very, very tough, tough year after Dustin Johnson just went minus 20 last year in November, breaking every single record, scoring record. Um, So I think they're going to beef it up and definitely make it a true test this year. Let's get to the quick nine. If you're new, 30 minutes about nothing, we do a quick nine. So nine golfers I like this week. Uh, with some uh, some details so my DK horse this week my top guy my top play uh, most expensive is going to be Bryson DeChambeau Bryson DeChambeau is $10,800 on DraftKings um, he comes in just under Rom who is 11000 and under Dustin Johnson who is the top price at $11,500 so I like him better than those guys this week He's first in strokes gained off the tee. Big bad Bryson is going to be obviously my highest priced golfer this week and my pick in the 10K range. Other guys in this range: Justin Thomas, I think it's 10,600; Rory McIlroy, 10,200; and Xander Schauffele at 10,000. Bryson will be my pick to finish the best out of those guys. I can't wait to see another year of Hulk Smash trying to overpower Augusta National. And with how firm the conditions are and how minimal the rough is, I think this year sets up way better than than uh, than the November edition for Bryson. Remember last year, Bryson said, and I quote, I'm looking at it as a par 67 for me because I can reach all the par 5s and 2, no problem. If the conditions stay the way they are, this feels like the par for me. So he's, he's saying Augusta Nashville will play like a par 67. It obviously didn't help him last year, but this year I believe it's going to be a little bit different because of the rollout. During Monday's practice round last year, there was a report that Bryson hit no more than seven iron for an approach into any green and left himself pitching wedge and a short iron into the two par fives on the back nine. That's honestly nuts in itself, and like I said, with the rolling fairways um, rolling out a little bit more this year, I mean, he might even leave himself shorter approach shots. Now it's time for him to back his shit up, though. Uh, I predict a top five for his best Masters finish to date. Either way, it's going to be fun to see what type of shots Bryson can pull off this week. I'll be glued to the screen whenever he tees it up. Next guy, Patrick Cantlay, $9,800. I'm not sure if you guys remember, but in 2019, Cantlay held the lead on the back nine on Sunday. He got a taste of what it was like to lead the Masters on Sunday. And as we well know, Tiger ultimately secured the green jacket that year. But it is something to note that he put himself into contention on Sunday in only his second Masters appearance after missing the cut in his 2018 debut. So here's his finishes for Patrick Cantlay. Missed the cut in 2018 in his debut, 9th in 2019, and 17th in 2020 November Masters. A lot of the debuts, you know, you just got to get a feel for the course. And uh, once you get that knowledge, um, you got to either, you know, make it or break it the next year. And he obviously, he put that in. Put in the work, and like I said, he was leading on Sunday on the back nine, which is incredible. I listened to Cantlay's presser today, and he seemed confident about his game and mentioned that he feels more comfortable on a fast and firm course, noting that his putting is much better on firm, fast greens. What did I say about the course? It's going to be firm and fast. Now is a good time, as any, to announce that Cantlay is my pick to win this week. 25-1 to is a great shout for a guy – who has been in premier form for the last three months or so. Outside of his surprising miscut at the players, Cantley has been in the top 15 in his last 14 events. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cantley has been in the top 15 in his last four events. So in his last four events outside the players, top 15s. His iron play is on point, ranking ninth in the field. And after his pass, couple years of experience, he mentioned that he has felt more comfortable hitting his stock shot off the tee and not overthinking things. His stock shot is a baby draw, he said, and um, Augusta National tends to fare drawers of the golf ball. So that's good. Throw some shekels on can't play this week as he looks to lose that nickname because this boy is here to win. Next guy, Jordan Spieth, $9,400. As Jim Nance would say, the return to greatness. Jordan Spieth finally celebrates another victory on the PGA Tour last week, his first since 2017. took him over three years to finally get another victory, but I believe it is his 12th victory. Now he returns to Augusta National where he has incredible course history, whether he's playing good or bad leading up to the Masters. And this year, he's probably coming in as good as form as I can recall. It seems like we could be living in some type of fantasy world where Spieth goes back-to-back, but it's a real possibility. I saw today from some guy named Alex Myers on Twitter. It goes, how locked in is mark. After hitting his second shot on number 13 to about 20 feet, he wanted to practice hitting some wedges into the green. So his caddy... Michael Greller dropped a putter cover on the back right portion of the green and said it was 87 yards. Spieth hit it on his first try. Locked in. Dialed. Dialed in, Spieth. Confident, Spieth. Show me the money, Spieth. Let's go. The golden child is back, and that is good for golf. Do you think Spieth resurrecting his golf game on Easter Sunday was a fluke? Nah. It was written in the scrolls for centuries ranking 4th in the field in iron play, 12th in par 5 DraftKings scoring, 19th in scoring opportunities inside 12 feet. We have a recipe for success. Spieth. He can do something that was unthinkable just a year ago. Many haters thought he might never win again. After years of overthinking his game and poor results, here we are. Spieth. One of the favorite at the Masters yet again. You've got to love it. Daniel Berger, $8,500. This week's winner of this guy is too damn cheap. Berger, Meister, Meister, Burger is a steal at $8,500. Definitely going to be a popular play, but I don't care. He has an all-around game with an emphasis on iron play, ranking 14th in the field, and strokes gained ball striking. If you're comparing him to some other guys in the 9K range, I think he has just as much win accuracy. Win equity as them and at a lower DraftKings price, take the savings. He hasn't played the Masters in the last two years, but his worst finish is 32nd in 2018. In his debut, he finished 10th in 2016 and followed that up with a 27th in 2017. He finished ninth at the Players, which is his last stroke play event, and there isn't much not to, or there isn't really a lot to uh, to not like about Berger this week. So I love the discount we get on him over guys like Lee Westwood and Terrell Hatton, who are both priced above him. And I just think that's disrespectful. So I like Berger to finish in the top 10 this week. And, uh, yeah, I just like him. So Berger, 8,500. Next guy, Matt Fitzpatrick, $8,100. Recent form is definitely a thing for Fitzy. He flew over from Europe to play in the Genesis Invitational in February, finished 5th. Then he followed it up with an 11th at the WGC, a 10th at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, and a 9th at the Players. The dude is rolling. And that only bodes well for him this week as he has some success at Augusta. He's went 5-for-5, made cuts in the last five years. Ninth in the field in par-5 DraftKings scoring. Fitzy looks to take advantage of the four gettable par-5s this week. And as good of a putter as he is, there could be some good eagle chances. 8,100 is a great and safe play for a guy you can trust to make the cut, in my opinion. I need some Guinness. Hold on. All right. Next guy going into the 7K range, Sergio Garcia, $7,900. Sergio seems to be in a great place, not only for his golf game, but mentally. He doesn't seem so angry anymore on the golf course like he did a year or two ago. He was my pick to win at the Dell Match Play event, and he made it pretty exciting as he had a walk off hole-in-one to advance out of his initial pod over Lee Westwood and eventually making it to the Elite Eight. After his Masters victory in 2017, I remember Sergio's world tour as he looked like he was having the time of his life. But after that, He's missed the cut at the Masters his last two showings. While this is a little nerve-wracking, the numbers and stats don't lie this year. 10th in ball striking, 16th in driving, 18th in iron approach, and 16th in par 5 DraftKings scoring. As long as he keeps holding putts with his eyes closed, Sergio has a great chance for a top 10 this week. Just close your eyes and make putts. I don't know if you've known this, but sergio garcia i don't know how long he's been doing it for maybe for a year or so but he puts with his eyes closed <laughs> but it's been working my man's gotten some results so i like sergio this week next guy bubba watson seventy eight hundred dollars i'm going to go on a limb this week and play bubba nothing's really screaming at me to say bubba's gonna do well this week but What I do know is that he loves Augusta, and I mean anything Augusta. He was out there last week watching the Women's Amateur event. I'm sure he was out there watching the Drive, Chip, and Putt. Bubba this year has just been difficult to predict. He's got two top tens and nine events, but those top tens came at the very beginning of the PGA Tour season back in October. He has made six of nine cuts. Very nice. And when Bubba gets to a course he likes, he tends to do well. Most people will cross his name out this year, but not me. I'll take a shot on Bubba this week. He'll do his thing. He'll hit bombs. He'll hit his drive into greener pastures, go find it, and then use his knowledge of the course complex and the green complex to dial in his iron shots and his approaches to the right quadrants of the green. Course knowledge, course experience will be the primary key to success this week for Bubba. That's all I got to say. Paul Casey, $7,700. Another popular play this week, Paul Casey. I think everyone's noticed that he's playing some of the best golf in his career, and if there was a time for the Englishman to win a green jacket, it's this year. He has a great master's record, 4th in 2016, 6th in 2017, and 15th in 2018. Guess who played him in DraftKings in 2019 when he fi- when he finally and famously missed the cut? This guy. Casey cost me some money that year, but I'm back on the train, baby. His recent form is too hard to ignore. Two top 5s and a top 10 in his last 3 tournaments. Keep that rolling and we're in a good spot. Paul Casey, $7,700 chalk play of the week, but whatever. Eh. Last guy rounded out, Max Homa, $7,100. Would it be a 30 Minutes About Nothing podcast episode if we didn't talk about Max Homa? Team Homa will have full support this week as he enters his second Masters after missing the cut on the number last year. In his debut on the number, missed it. One shot, he missed it. God, bummer. But having after having multiple practice rounds with Fred Couples the last couple years, I think he's gotten some good advice and tips from one of the Masters greats. When you're walking around Augusta National and you get to play some practice rounds with Fred Couples and pick his brain and, you know, I'm sure he's talking and saying, hey, I'd hit it here, this is good. Like, I mean, you're you're walking with one of the greats who does really well at, at, at Masters. So, Homas mentioned that his game is best suited for tough golf courses and I see Augusta playing tough and demanding this year. Tenth in the field in iron approach play. I think we see an exciting master showing from Maxi this week. I am confident in saying that he will top 20 this thing. And at seventy-one hundred dollars, I think he might be a little bit underpriced. So I'll take advantage with those shekels of savings. Bada bing, bada boom. What do you say, Masters 2021? Quick nine. Those are my boys now we got a couple plays in the 6k range 6k range this week i'm using my boy phil mickelson 6600 like my man's got three green jackets and he's 6600 phil mickelson i know he's not been doing that great but boy he hits bombs and he's gained in iron his he's gained strokes with his irons in his last four events or something like that so bro keep it rolling $6,600? $6,600? Like, Come on now. Don't disrespect the lefty hefty like that. Next guy, Carlos Ortiz, $6,500. It is his master's debut, but he's kind of a uh, a rise and shine guy. He's either going to rise to the top and uh, top five or top 10 this thing, or he's going to miss the cut. So uh, tread lightly there, but Carlos Ortiz is a sleeper that I, I do like. Um, and as the master's debut, uh, he will be, uh, my favorite play, uh, as a master's debut and last guy, Matt Wallace, $6,400 third place last week pricing came out before the tournament ended. Um, so he should have been higher priced at $6,400. I think it's a steal for Matt Wallace. He plays tough golf courses well. And for some reason, I just like him at majors. I think he's got the grinder mentality and man, he's, I'm, I mentioned him before in this podcast and he's done us well. Remember, I think he was 1% owned and he top five done another tournament. So He's done us well, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that he does well this week at $6,400. But we got it done. Whew. Man, I'm excited this week, and I think that we're going to do really well. We uh, we got a uh, another segment next week. I uh, didn't have enough time to get it done, but I'm going to be taking um, my friends and, and really figuring out a lineup from them, just kind of a plug-and-play um, you know picks from the peanut gallery as Gaines would say so we'll see if that name sticks but uh, it'll be fun to you know put in a lineup where we got some friends and, and some stake in the game and and kind of track our ups and downs so uh, we'll have that next week and uh, yeah I'm just excited for a week so I hope everyone has a great weekend and week so as always, stay groovy. Love you. Bye.